1: Welcome to the first day of the first week after daylight savings time is back. Get used to it. I know I'm not. On Friday evening, five people were taken to the R. Adams Cowley Shock Trauma Center in Baltimore after a head-on collision on the River Road Bridge just there by Mike's Crab House. The accident occurred just after 7 p.m. and according to the Anne Arundel County Fire Department, four men and one woman were transported with what are believed to be non-life-threatening injuries. The initial dispatch did indicate that the victims were trapped inside their vehicles, but that ended up not being the case. On Friday, some very scary moments for some employees of Franklin's Toys located in the festival at Riva. At approximately 2 p.m., officers responded for an armed robbery. An unknown male suspect entered the business, displayed a handgun, and demanded cash from the register. The employees obviously complied, and the suspect fled the store. Police searched the area, did not come up with anything. They are looking for a black male in his early 60s with a beard or unshaven, glasses, average height, and weight wearing dark clothing. Very unusual to see an armed robbery midday in the festival at Riva. Danielle Oll at the Capitol has a little bit of an update on the firing of Annapolis Police Chief Scott Baker. And Mayor Buckley is explaining his decision a little bit more. Buckley said in an interview with the Capitol on Friday that he was desiring somebody with a more proactive style. He told the Capitol, Scott will always do the thing you tell him, but we need a leader that you don't have to tell. Now, in my experience, when you have a leader that just sort of goes off and does his own thing without being told what to do, that's when you get fired. Buckley did deny firing Baker in response to a call from the Caucus of African-American Leaders. However, they met on February 13th and called for Buckley to fire him, and Buckley fired the chief on February 20th. Lieutenant Kevin Krauss, who handles the Community Services Division, believes that the mayor might not understand all that the police department is doing. And actually, if you want to get an idea of what the police department is doing, check out our podcast we did with Lieutenant Krauss about their spring fling and everything else. But in 2016, police attended or sponsored 115 community activities. In 2018, it was up to 872. Krause told the Capitol, I think the mayor just didn't know everything that we were doing. And when we went through things, I think it was very eye-opening for him. Buckley did meet with Krause and union leadership last week to offer his support to the rank-and-file officers who felt marginalized after the initial comments. Buckley did say he will be sending a letter to them. While the legislature is looking to push minimum wage up to $15, Governor Hogan has proposed a compromise. In a letter to Senate President Mike Miller and House Speaker Mike Bush, Hogan pitched a plan to raise the current state minimum wage of $10.10 an hour to $12.10 an hour by 2022. Hogan said he could support that increase under several conditions, including having a trigger that would make any increase above $12.10 contingent upon increases in neighboring states. Another condition would include increasing the state's earned income tax credit to 60% of the federal wage. There's a story going on down in the Florida Keys that has a Maryland connection. Hunter Hardesty of Davidsonville was down in the Florida Keys. He lured a pelican, which is a protected species, close to a seawall in which he was standing with a fish. The pelican swam over trying to check it out, and Hardesty jumped into the water on top of him, pulling both himself and the pelican under the water. While his friends laughed on the video posted to his Facebook page, people told him they were going to be calling security if he hadn't get out. The pelican ultimately bit him in the face and Hardesty let him go. He has still left the video on his Facebook page, and you can actually look for that pretty easily. Hunter Hardesty, Florida Fish and Wildlife, is investigating to determine whether any charges will be filed. But if you look at his Facebook page, you'll see he's um, taken a beating in the social media world. Several media outlets have contacted him for a statement. He is refusing to do so until he is paid. Keep it classy, Hunter. Keep it classy. All right. Finally, as we wrap it up, the seventh annual Annapolis St. Patrick's Day Parade was the largest parade yet with more than 100 units from as far away as Milwaukee, New York and even Norway. The parade kicked off promptly at 1 p.m. March down West Street and down Main Street to City Dock. More than 8000 people lined the streets of West and Main Streets. Afterwards, the party did continue at Susan Campbell Park with the Shamrock the Dock featuring live bands, face painting, and much, much more. If you go to Ionanapolis.net, we do have a video of the parade from our perch up atop at of the Commons on West Street. Sort of an unusual view of the parade. It was from up above. We also have some preliminary pictures there, but we do have Glenn Miller who was down there on the street for us, and we will have those posted to ionannapolis a little bit later on today. You can also head on over to the Maryland Crabs podcast and check out the podcast we did with john o'leary who put this whole thing on and i'll tell you the weather couldn't have been any nicer it was supposed to be a 99 percent chance of rain all day the rain moved in early moved out in the morning and the sun was out it was a great day for everybody well done john o'leary well done city of annapolis another great saint patrick's day parade and one last thing, check out IonAnnapolis.net a little bit later on this morning. We're going to be posting an interview that we did with Comptroller Peter Francho, and he is really riled up about the Annapolis machine trying to take away some of the powers of his office. We talk about taxes, we talk about beer, and we talk about a possible run for governor in 2022. That'll post sometime a little bit after 10 a.m. this morning. All right. That is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you are checking out IonAnapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. And if you're someplace where you can leave a recommendation or post a review, please do that. We would appreciate it you want to check out that first link in the show notes because it tells you all the different ways that you can contact us you can send us a letter to the editor you can text us you can do all sorts of crazy things there but the one thing that you need to do is to hang tight because we've got george young with your local dmv weather forecast and it looks like to be a nice week ahead
2: dirty house call a spouse that's right facts are men don't always listen when it comes to cleaning the house Spouse's Cleaning Houses does. They clean almost anything. Fridge, oven, tub, showers, walls, porches, floors, ceilings, carpets, upholstery, tables, counters, pictures, mirrors, lights, fans, windows. They even take out the trash. Spouse's Cleaning Houses has more than 13 years experience maintaining sparkling clean homes in and around Annapolis with respect and dedication. The friendly and flexible cleaning professionals at Spouses. Listen, understand, and act to meet nearly all your cleaning requests. For that breath of fresh air, clean feel, call a spouse at 410-571-9428 or at SpousesCleaningHouses.com. Just in time for your summer get-togethers, they're offering a spectacular summer savings, 20% off your first cleaning. That's right, save 20%. Just call a spouse, 410-571-9428 or at SpousesCleaningHouses.com. Spouses Cleaning Houses. Men may not listen
1: Hey, everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your Ion Annapolis forecast for Monday, March 11th. A breezy but warm day today for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County with highs 55 to 60-plus degrees, followed by sunshine and cooler temps tomorrow with highs 45 to 50. And after a couple more dry days Wednesday and Thursday with above-average temps, we'll likely see more rain on Friday with highs in the mid to upper 60s. And looking ahead to the weekend, the early thought is for sunshine and dry skies with temps in the 40s and 50s for highs. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google app stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Everybody's a dream. Hi there, this is John Frenay, the co-host of the Maryland Crabs podcast, welcoming you to the 7th Annual Annapolis Film Festival. The film festival runs from March 21st to 24th with a full slate of more than 70 films. The festival includes four days of films, panels, parties, showcases, coffee talks, q and a's with filmmakers directors producers and much much more through the door and into your seat watching some of the 70 plus great films that the annapolis film festival is bringing to us once again for the seventh year
2: she looks so weak and fragile that's why she tried to be so hard
0: you've been listening to the eye on annapolis daily news brief